All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Leo G. This is the Leo G Podcast. I am Leo G and podcasting is what I like to do. Uh, we're trying something different tonight, trying to, to do some live stream stuff here, man. Got it up on YouTube, got it up on Facebook, trying to see how this works. Got a new recording platform. Looks like everything should be in working order. And then after we record, if you were able, if you weren't able to hit us up and watch us live on Facebook, on YouTube, we'll always you'll be able to see it later on. So this is something new, man. I, I We're going to see how it works. But I, anyway, I got my man Derrico over here to do the podcast with me tonight. What's going on, Derrico? What's going on, Leo G? I think we're going to be all right, brother. I think we're going to be all right, too, man. Something new. We done, we're trying to test this out, man, doing all kind of testing with this whole live thing, kind of streaming it on Facebook and streaming it on YouTube. It looks like we finally got everything working and in order. So it looks like we, we, we're running on both right now, man. So if you're listening to us and watching this, joining us on Facebook and YouTube, welcome. We appreciate it. And if you're, if you're a fan of the show, um, we, we, this is something new. We're going to add a new element to, to go live. So, Derek, are you excited about that? Everybody can see us live, man. Hey, I'm excited about it, Brian. Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? You was having some offline conversations. This is going to take it up a step, and then we can invite people to come chime in while we actually going live. So that'd be that'd be good. Absolutely, absolutely. We need a producer to help us out with all this stuff, man. I'm kind of <laughs> I got this stuff going on. We always joke about people coming into the DMs and trying to, you know, see if we can go live and, and do these different things, man. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need some help here in a minute, man. We're doing big things with the Leo G show. As always, Derrico, I appreciate you coming out here, man, and uh and, and rocking with us on the podcast. Absolutely, my brother. You know, I got your back. No doubt, man. No doubt. So look, um, we missing one part of the Leo G podcast tonight, man. We're missing our boy Banks, man. He MIA. I don't know where he is. Um, but hopefully, man, he he'll get he'll be able to jump in with us on the next go-round. Um, so shout out to my man Banks as we continue to roll. So Derek, oh man, we gonna, you know, for people who hadn't really checked us out, man. If you're seeing us sh- streaming live right now on Facebook, man, we do everything sports. We uh, mostly uh, focus on Atlanta sports, man. As you can see, if you're watching this, we got the ATL stuff on. That's what we do. Uh, you know, and we got on Falcons gear because it's kind of alluding to what we're going to talk about a little bit tonight, man. But we talk everything sports related, man, but mostly emphasizing on ATL, Atlanta United, Atlanta Hawks, uh, Falcons, Braves, Dream, Swarm, whatever. We, we talk a little bit about it all on, on this podcast. <laughs> That's right. And that's what that's what we do, man. And we're gonna continue to give it to you. Uh, so listen, Derrico, man. Tonight this, we're gonna kind of go off format as we usually do, man. Since we had to try to get this together and try to see how it all worked, usually we do like a fit check, we do like a drink check, all that, man. But tonight I just wanted to get this off the ground because it was something I wanted to talk about that just happened last week, and I wanted to jump right into it, man. Um, so we're gonna bypass all that tonight if you're ready to talk about it, man. Hey, let's get it. All right. Give me a second here. I got something going on. Uh, one second. Hey, so when you go live, all kind of stuff be happening when you go live, man. Right. So <laughs> we can't, we can't know. Uh, anything, anything can happen when you go live. So I know, right, man. I think I got somebody trying to call me, call in to me on Facebook, man, but I'm not able to. Yeah, I see my boy Stokes. Hey, look, Stokes, I see you trying to call in to me, man, but I can't take your call right now on uh on live so man i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to get back to you on the next go round man um of uh when we do it again here man but tell him you can take you can type in the you can type in the facebook chat you want to give us a shout out on the facebook absolutely man you can yeah we can get we can talk to you on the chat i i'm not real versed in trying to bring in calls yet on the whole live situation on Facebook, give us a minute to kind of figure that out and we'll be able to do that a little later. But yeah, you can always interact with us on the chat. So hit us up on the chat, man, in Facebook if you're actually watching um, and we'll be able to interact that way on, um, on via chat. So, and I do, I do have, so I do have the chat, the chat up and it's running. And so we got everything going on. So look, Derrico, we had a couple of events that happened, but it was a main event that I definitely wanted to jump on here and talk about, man. And, and you and I always have conversations, you know, all of us do. You and I, Banks, we, we have offline conversations talking about stuff. And the podcast is a way that we usually end up getting these conversations out, you know, to, to talk about how we feel and express our opinions to the rest of the world. Right. 
But um, so last week something happened that just kind of took the whole city of Atlanta by storm, right? <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson watched 22, right? Deshaun Watson watched 22 is what jumped off on last week, man. And it just it just went crazy, man. Uh, if you live if you're here in Atlanta, you're a sports fan. Obviously, you know what went down. Uh, Atlanta Falcons uh, put their name in a hat to acquire Deshaun Watson because um, his time was over there in Houston. He was going to waive his no-trade clause, and I think they mutually said, hey, yeah, we're going to part ways. And then there was a big race as to see who was going to end up being um, a potential shooter for Deshaun Watson. But what was crazy is, Derrico, and I'm going to kick it over to you. Okay. Initially, initially, Atlanta was not in the running for Deshaun Watson. I mean, obviously there's a lot behind that story. We do have a quarterback here, a starting quarterback that's still here on the contract. But Atlanta somehow threw their name in the in the hat to, to acquire Deshaun Watson. I don't know if you want to bring everybody up today as to how that actually occurred. Well, based on reports, and this is what we're going to say probably throughout the show because anything that's not coming from the horse's mouth is just going to be that reports or rumors or people trying to get that that clout to be the first person to drop a story. But initially, like Leo was saying, Deshaun Watson was not on the radar until he reached out allegedly to the Falcons about his interest in wanting to come play for our hometown football team. Exactly. And Deshaun Watson, if you didn't know, he is uh, Gainesville, Georgia, from Gainesville, Georgia. Went to Gainesville High School. Uh, was an actual ball boy for the Atlanta Falcons for quite some time um, with the organization. So he was familiar with, of course, Arthur Blank and probably other members in the front office. And then another key thing, too, is I don't know if you knew this, Derrico. You probably did because you own it like me. Um, his family was the recipient of one of the Warwick Dunn uh, Homes for the Holidays thing, right? Yes. Not, am I right about absolute, that? You're absolutely correct about that. Yeah, so a lot of ties to the Falcons organization in the Atlanta area. Gainesville is about, I want to say, what, about an hour? About an hour. Not even that far. Probably like 40, 35, 40, 40 minutes. From 45 minutes from the, from the Atlanta area, depending on where you're going. So I will say about 45. You know, we, yeah. we ain't going to get into this whole Atlanta okay. metro. We ain't going to get into that tonight. <laughs> we ain't going to get into that tonight. But, uh, yeah, so Gainesville, not too far from the metro Atlanta area, obviously. And like I said, a lot of ties to the Falcons. So he did reach out to the Falcons. Also, um, if you didn't know, Deshaun Washington has been going through quite a bit. Um, a year or so ago, he was um, – there were a lot of allegations that – him and uh, some massage therapists and some inappropriate behavior, possible uh, links to some sexual assault and other things. Uh, 22 women actually came forward and he actually didn't play football last year. And like I said, these were some allegations. So there was a criminal a criminal suit, I think, Derek that came up with a grand jury not uh, on this past week. I think everybody was kind of waiting on what was going to happen with the criminal uh, case with the grand right. jury and they said that there were going to be no criminal charges brought against him and what's and what was going on i don't have all the details and particulars about some of the allegations that came about we do know that there were 22 women they do we do know that it involved um massage parlors or women that were massage therapists um that's all the that's all i really know i didn't read too much into it derrico i don't know if you have any more further details that you want to you want to drop? Um, I don't have any more details about it. And and just to be honest with you, I haven't followed that part of the story um, just for personal reasons. But yeah, it was a it was a sticky situation and I'm not sure exactly what all was in the indictments and such. But I do know that the grand jury said there was not enough evidence at that point to indict. And that's the only thing that I follow as far as this whole Deshaun Watson um, outside of football story. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, so that, like I said, it was a, a it kept him out of football for, for a year. And so now the Houston Texans and uh, him, they came to, I guess, in the grid because he had a no trade clause, obviously, in his contract. And um, he, him and the Houston Texans decided that they were going to, uh, to part ways and you know he was going to waive that no 
trade contract to go somewhere else. So, which brings us to what we're going to talk about tonight. And like I said, we talked a little bit about it, the Falcons putting their name in the hat to, to acquire Deshaun Watson. So there were several teams that actually decided that they were going to throw their name in the hat. One of them being um, the New, New Orleans. We hate to call them by their real name. I, I'm going to just say the Aints. Yeah, I said it. The Aints, the New Orleans names. <laughs> What's up, Derek? Oh. No, I'm just saying, making sure we addressed them properly, and you yeah. did that. And I appreciate you calling them by their appropriate name. <laughs> the New Orleans Aints, yeah, the New Orleans Aints threw their name in the hat in order to acquire Deshaun Watson. Also, you had the Carolina Panthers that threw their name in the hat to acquire Deshaun Watson. Uh, later on, Deshaun Watson reaching, reaching out to the Atlanta Falcons, they end up throwing their name in the hat. Uh, to acquire him as well. And then the Cleveland Browns also threw their name in the hat to acquire Deshaun Watson as well. So just reading over a few things, a tidbit, I don't know if you did know or not, Derek Cole, but the Indianapolis Colts uh, was a wild card. They actually threw their name in the hat as well. They reached out right. to Houston, Texas. I don't know if you knew this or not, but they were denied based, based upon the fact that they're division rivals. And I guess they did not, the Texans denied that because they didn't want Deshaun to go to uh, a team in the division. So hey, that that's absolutely correct. So listen to this. After I learned from Tiffany Haddish yesterday at the soccer match when she was talking to one of the um, broadcasters, she shot up. She shot a shot, right? She did. She did. She did. So so Indianapolis shot their shot. I mean, you can't blame her for shooting a shot, but they knew that there was no way that Houston was going to trade within the division. But hey. You got to try. You do. You got to try, man. You got to try. And they did. They absolutely try to go out and get – because they don't have a quarterback right now. They they let go of Carson Wentz. He he goes over to uh, to the Washington Commodores, Commanders, whatever the name is over there. Hey, you Washington. said right, the Commodores. It might as well be the Commodores. <laughs> they probably get, they'd probably get more respect if it was the Commodores instead of the Commanders. <laughs> yeah, so so Carson Wentz leaves. He leaves Indianapolis and goes over to the to, to the Washington. They're they still going to be the football team of the Redskins. For those of us that's old school, man, it's – yeah, you, you can you can get rid of the name, but you know it's gonna be hard for us to call them the commandos or command whatever they are. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> they, they, they must have run around commando when they thought of their name. <laughs> right. They had all this time, man, to come up with a pretty cool name for the organization to end up coming up with that. I mean, I, I guess it could have been worse, but I'm I'm not impressed. I'm not uh, impressed at all. <laughs> man, if it if it could have got worse, Leo, they'd have been in much more trouble than the, than the commanders. I'm like, really? <laughs> they, so, yeah, they, so, they definitely did not have a focus group with the fans or the season ticket holders. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what they like. Yeah, another another Snyder, Daniel Snyder up there, man. That dude there, man. I, it, it's gonna be funny. Not to get too far off track, man. I don't know if he will have a football team here coming up here pretty soon, man. It's, it's, well, I don't know. He, he's going through a whole bunch of mess with that team, and he's still he's still there, so I don't know. That's a whole other topic of conversation for another podcast, man, but we're going to move move forward, man. So, yeah, Deshaun Watson now. So, we, we had I, I dubbed it the, the Deshaun Watson Watch 2022 because right. he held every – well, he held specifically, I guess, the teams that were involved. He held us hostage, man, right, for about five days. Right, yes. trying to make a sense. He had everybody meet. He was, I'm gonna meet with everybody. He met with the, the New Orleans, he met with Atlanta, he met with Cleveland, he met with Carolina, and he held all those hostages. Derek, I felt some type of way about that, man. Because once the Falcons were thrown into the ring, I was like, Oh, here we go. And, and we'll get into the particulars in just a minute as, as to how this kind of just affected the whole fa uh, fan base, man. But, dude. I don't know how you felt about it. I felt some type of way. He held us all hostage, man. <laughs> well, I mean, in a situation like this, you got to do your due diligence. I mean, you got money, like a lot of money involved. So when you got money involved, I guess you got to make the right decision. I mean, you had four teams that were in the hunt. So, hey, do your due diligence. Yeah, and that's what he did. I guess he wanted to, you know, make sure he did. He took his time and did everything right, man. So here we go, Derrico. Once we knew we had pitched our pitch, shot our shot, quote unquote, the right. Falcons shot, shot they shot to, to try to put that, <laughs> to try to get the son to come here, man. Um, we said and wait. Uh, 
we had to, so one of the things is if you didn't know, we had to put together a quote unquote trade package in order for Houston to prove uh Houston to approve for for us to even talk to Deshaun. Right. And then we had a conversation with him. I guess we made our pitch as to why we wanted him here with the Falcons and what he would do for this franchise and this organization. Derek, I'm going to kind of hit you a little bit. We didn't really discuss this off air before we jumped on, but I want to kind of ask you a question. What do you think? We know that, that there was a pitch for him to, for a trade package to Houston, but what right. do you think the Falcons actually pitched to Deshaun in order to get him to actually come to Atlanta, to be to be in the running to come play for this for this organization? Do you have do you have a maybe an opinion as to what the Falcons pitched to him? Well, I'll go out on a, a big fat limb and say one of the things, probably the main thing, is you pitch in the city. I mean, you pitch in the city, you pitch in a football team that you can be involved with that can transform the culture back to where it was, where everybody was in the dome. I mean, since we've been in the bins, just going to be honest, it has been full, has been to capacity, the excitement level hasn't been the same. So I'm pretty sure that that was one of the number one pitches. Secondly, of course, they had to put in a nice little monetary new kind of contract that he didn't have. So I don't know how much money they was guaranteeing on how long the con contract was, but it was enough to get him to put us in the final two with that um, team down in Louisiana. So, I mean, this, those are the big two things as far as he is concerned. And I'm sure they understood, hey, you got ties with the Falcons. You're a hometown guy. So let's run it. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, you make a good point. I mean, yeah. I mean, just coming back, you know, the whole thing was, you know, if you if you was on Twitter, if you was on Facebook, wherever you were, if you was on social media trying to follow this whole ordeal, was that, you know, bring him home. You know what I'm saying? Bring the guy home after all he went through in the ordeals down in Houston. A lot of people were on board with trying to bring – Deshaun home, man. So I think that was probably a, a, the bulk of the pitch. And not to mention, he reached out to the Falcons, right? Like right. I said, we're going to say, that, you know, he reached out exactly. to the Falcons. There, there was something there that he wanted to see if he can actually come back home, man. We all know, man, anytime, you know, for those of us that's been away from home and things that have happened, what do you want to do? You want to come back home, man. You want to be close to the family, friends, right. mama, them, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So after everything that had happened in Houston, maybe he was just like, you know what? Let me see and reach out to this team and maybe see if we can make it a way for me to actually come back home and, um, you know, and, and play for them. Now, here's the funny part about it. Like I said earlier in the podcast, man, we already have a starting quarterback here that's on the contract, Derrico. So let's get right. into this a little bit before we actually talk about how this all played out. Matt Ryan is still here on the contract for a couple of years. and He is the starting quarterback, has been the incumbent starting quarterback here now for you know what I'm saying? Damn near two decades. I want to say this is going into year number 15 for him. Um, there were a lot of talks about Matt Ryan. And number one, there was a was supposed to be a restructure of his contract in order to help free up some money for free agency, right? Going into right. Uh, free agency that just started a couple of days ago as well. Um, and there was also some other talks. We'll get into that here in just a second. But what I want to talk about is, so Matt Ryan, the incumbent quarterback, there were a lot of different things that were said, um, and we didn't get it from the horse's mouth. This was just all being put out via social media and quote-unquote sources from people that we watched on Twitter and everything else, that Matt Ryan was being kept abreast of everything that was going on in this entire situation. And Derek, we had a conversation just a moment ago off air about this. Do you feel, I mean, how do you feel about it? Because I, I, I'll let you go ahead and give your synopsis on the, how, how you felt about Matt, Matt Ryan and how he was being kept in the loop of this. Do you really feel like the Falcons kept him in the loop, you know, and let him know what was going on when they decided to put their name in this Deshaun Watson uh, race? I mean, they would be absolutely insane if they didn't. I mean, like you said, everything that was reported in the media – well, social media, not the media. Social media probably had some contrary um, thoughts on that. But me personally, I absolutely believe that they gave Matt Ryan a heads up about the potential of going to look for a quarterback for the future. I think a lot of people get caught up in the now 
and not look at the part about the future. And that's one thing I think um, we talked about as well. Arthur Blank mentioned that, you know, when he was at Super Bowl 56 in L.A., that, hey, we got to have a succession plan as far as our quarterback for the future, not the right now, even though Deshaun Watson probably would have at that point taken over as quarterback. And then we've had other options as far as trading uh, Matt Ryan to another suitable team. So, yeah, I absolutely believe that they kept him in a loop as far as what was going on. I mean, you, you owe it to a 14-year veteran who brought your franchise from a mighty long way. So, yes, I absolutely believe that. I absolutely agree, too. I, I agree with you, too, Derek man, that they did keep Matt in the loop. They had to. As far as specifics, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, they probably, you know, probably, I want to say as far as even with bringing on Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith last year, I right. want to say that there was probably some conversations with Matt as far as, you know, what was going to happen to take place with him um, long term. I mean, obviously the man isn't going to play forever. And obviously his contract was going to come up at a certain point. So right. you had to be fully transparent with Matt and tell him, hey, look, at some point there is going to be opportunities that present themselves and we might have to take a look at, them, you know, and, you know, ask basically to, to fill him out to see how he would feel about that. And I'm pretty sure Matt being a professional that he is was like, OK, I understand the business of the game. I understand that these things are going to come about. And he was perfectly fine with that. Um there was a lot of talk about Matt not being fine with this and Matt, you know, uh, uh, the Falcons doing wrong by Matt and doing this. I mean, these are business decisions, people. I mean, we're fans. I'm a fan of Matt Ryan. And I think, Derrico, you already know that I, I'm I'm a very big fan of Matt Ryan right. since he's been the quarterback here in Atlanta. I feel like, you know, there have been some great quarterbacks here that played for this, this organization. Uh, we haven't had a Hall of Fame quarterback to play for this organization, obviously, but we, we've had some great guys to come through here. But he's been probably, and this is my opinion, some people might, you know, uh, disagree, but he's been the greatest quarterback that we've had in this organization's history. And, and in my opinion, probably the, one of the greatest Falcons, the greatest Falcon to ever put the uniform on. So there were a lot of people that said the Falcons didn't, like you said, they, you felt the Falcons did their due diligence. Right. And, um, and letting Matt Ryan know what was going on and keeping him abreast. But there are a lot of people that felt otherwise. And I don't want to linger too much on this, but what do you say to those people that, you know, are, you know, there's a term here in Atlanta. If you didn't know, if you're a big Atlanta Falcons fan, you know, there's, there's been, and I don't want to go into too much detail, but a lot of people call these Ryanites. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, they felt as though the, the franchise didn't do right by Matt by just talking or just trying to see if they could acquire Deshaun Watson. We weren't privy to to know exactly what was going on internally with the organization when they made this decision, but there are a few people out there that felt like that this, that they didn't do right by Matt, by, by going about trying to acquire Deshaun Watson. Well, as we were just talking, I mean, that's for the people that either don't want to know the truth or just, or just straight up Matt Ryan fans where they can't, hear the truth. I just can't see them not talking to Matt Ryan about the situation. And as you alluded to, maybe not getting into the, the, the specifics of the deal or whatnot, just letting him know, hey, this is what we're thinking about. I mean, it is a business. I mean, doing him wrong, no. I mean, we're talking about a franchise that will be going on after Matt Ryan. And that's where they're starting to look. Life after Matt Ryan. And I just think that's where we have to get to as fans is what is life going to look like after Matt Ryan. And if you have someone that is interested in Matt Ryan that will give you assets, which are draft picks that we can utilize to help rebuild this team, you have to look at it. I mean, you have to absolutely look at it. Are we saying that this is what Fontenot and Smith and Blank were looking for during free agency? Maybe not. It probably didn't even really kick off until Watson reached out to the Falcons. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I don't think he was done wrong. We have absolutely given Matt everything pretty much that he has almost needed to be a successful quarterback. I know some people will talk about the offensive line. Some people talk about the defense. I mean, all of those things are valid points. At the same time, it's not like they didn't try. You can talk about TD making bad draft picks yeah 
that <laughs> didn't work out. But you can't say it was a lack of effort on the Falcons' part that's trying to put pieces together to give Matt Ryan an offensive line, weapons on the outside, inside, and a defense. They just swung and some picks and missed. Yeah, and every and we know we all know that everything is fluid when it comes to the NFL. When you acquire draft picks, acquire free agents, um, this is all fluid, man. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you know draft picks don't work out for the most part, man. I mean, you have to. I, I can't name an NFL team that has really like nailed, you know, all of their draft picks and they've all become Hall of Famers. I challenge anybody out there to say, okay, you know what, the 1993 draft class or whoever, all of them became Hall of Famers. Okay, well, you know. It's, it's a little bit of luck involved when it comes to drafting guys, right? Sometimes, Derek Cole, man, I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. And to your point, like you said, um, we, we try to get everything around uh, Matt Ryan to do what we needed to do and get the pieces around him, man, because we knew he was the franchise quarterback. Because that's let's be real, man. NFL, the quarterback is the face of your franchise, quote unquote, and you knew, you do need somebody that's going to be a, a, a franchise quarterback. It's, it's the most looked at position in all the professional sports right all the professional sports man so you you want to get that guy mm-hmm. and lock him in um for quite some time if you can man and he, matt did give us an opportunity to win uh he put us in position you know for quite a few years to win obviously we didn't uh you know up, up until now up until his tenure we didn't we weren't able to put a trophy in the case but we we were damn close we were close we were three quarters close <laughs> from sealing the deal with exactly, Matt, man. So, exactly, exactly. So, you know, I, you know, we, we we definitely know that he was capable of doing it, man. It's just a lot of things kind of just fell apart, man. And, and we had a conversation about living in the moment. I don't know if we'll talk about it in this episode, Derek, but we'll definitely kind of double back to it. I want to kind of end this uh, talking about the whole Deshaun Watson watch and where do we go from here. So, Derek, we, we got four or five days of the Deshaun Watson watch 2022, man. This was almost like the damn presidential election, right, man? If you <laughs> if you lived in one of these cities, man, you were locked in. You know, you were locked in. like Totally you know, locked if in. You, if you were living in New Orleans, Carolina, Cleveland, or Atlanta, once this all dropped, once everybody had their meeting, man, it was like the waiting game. And you and I both know, man, we were waking up, hopping on Twitter, going on to our local um, sports affiliates, trying to figure out what's going on. How is this going to work, man? All locked in. And so I fast forward after everybody had met with Deshaun Watson and we started going through the process of him, I guess, making his decision. We started getting all these, these dings about, okay, this person is eliminated. And I think the very first team that was eliminated was the Cleveland Browns. Right. <laughs> it was the, the Cleveland yeah, Browns exactly. was the first team that was eliminated from a possibility of signing the Sean Watson. So everybody said, okay, hey, Cleveland's out. All right. And I want to say the next team that was eliminated was the Carolina Panthers. That's correct. So now we're left with how how ironic would it be to have New Orleans and Atlanta left standing in, you know, a rivalry. We already have a rivalry on the football field, and now we just extend this rivalry into getting uh Deshaun Watson. How crazy is that? Derek Cole. How did you feel, man, once we got to the point where it was Atlanta and New Orleans? I mean, regardless as to how you felt about the situation and how we were going to acquire Deshaun, now it gets competitive. Because for me, before I let you speak on this, for me now, disregard how I felt about how we got to this point, now it's between us and New Orleans? Oh, hell. It, all bets are off. Now we all in now because we cannot let them. We exactly. cannot let them sign Deshaun now that it's left between us and them. Right. I mean, there's no way that you were hoping or wishing that the Falcons would buy out and say no. You know, we throwing our hands up. We want to retreat. No, this is the Aints and the Falcons. So we brought it from the gridiron, the football field, like you said. Now it's to the the front offices, who can make the sweetest deal? You even had the owner of the, the New Orleans Aints fly in after the Falcons had their meeting. So you knew how serious this was. Just think, speaking about that, she flew into Atlanta. <laughs> into Atlanta, not Houston, because Deshaun Watson was in Atlanta. Atlanta at the time, yeah. In Atlanta at the time. So, yeah, it was, it was owned at that point where – you just had to do whatever you had to do. 
So I, I know you're probably going to segue somewhere, so I'm going to keep that thought I was just going about to say. <laughs> hey, I might segue it into something, man. But, yeah, that's crazy. Like I said, man, regardless of – well, there was a contingency of fans, I guess, that felt like for some reason – I don't want to go too far off, Derek Cole. I don't want to go too far off putting about this. But there were a contingency of fans that at that point, man, just for some whatever reason they had personally – felt some type of way, but I'm not even going to go into that. But yeah, as, 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 as me at being a fan of the Falcons. And then once it got into a competitive spot with us and new Orleans, it's like, man, Hey, right now I don't care what happens at this point. We cannot let him go there. We people don't understand. And, and, and I have another conversation about this at a later date about this rivalry and, and, and how it goes and where it stems from, man. But yeah, we weren't going to have them hang this over our head, you know? And then the fact that we would have had to have them, we had to see this man twice a year in a division. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, man. At that point, is do whatever you can. And then my thing was, if we don't get him, let's make sure New Orleans gives up the next twenty years worth of draft picks <laughs> 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 and 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 seven hundred million dollars just to get him. I mean, exactly. if we're gonna if, if we're gonna do this. Let's make sure that we we drive this up to the point where New Orleans is just gonna give up everything to get this man. And that's how intense this rivalry is. Like you said, it goes from on the field to the front offices, uh, owners flying in to other cities to try to do this, man. It got crazy, man. And, you know, Charlotte, Carolina, man, I, I hate to say this, but um, I don't, no, I don't hate to say it. I'm going to say y'all didn't never matter to begin with. Uh. <laughs> Just like with anything else that deal with the NFC South. Yeah. And, and, and for that matter now, uh, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to soccer, y'all, y'all still don't matter. Still don't matter. <laughs> still don't matter, man. So <laughs> I hate to I hate to pick at Charlotte over there, man. I'm gonna continue to do it. I'm gonna continue to do it. I'm gonna throw shots. Shots fired over there, man. A lot All of shots. Smoke. Every every, <laughs> every inch of it. All the smoke, man. So yeah, so we get down to the nitty gritty, man. It's New Orleans, Atlanta, and you know, here we go trying to figure it out. I think I want to say Friday. You know, we were trying to see, you know, okay, so before I get to where Deshaun actually lands, there were all kind of reports coming from social media, Derek, oh, that, man, this was a done deal. This was Atlanta's to lose. We went from not even being a participant till about to finish and close this deal. Yeah. Like, how crazy is that, man? Like, we weren't even in the race to begin with. All of a sudden, we laced up our shoes and said, okay, hold, now we're in the race. And damn near took we took the lead. We took the lead and was damn near at the finish line, Derrico. How crazy is that? Friday, everybody said that this was Atlanta's deal to lose, right? Hey, that's just like I don't know if any if you ran track or anybody else listening ran track. It's like if you run in a four hundred or the eight hundred and you get on that back stretch on that third turn and that bear jump on your back because you don't have the lead the whole time. That's what that is equivalent of, that bear jumping on your back on that third turn of a race where you thought that you was in the lead. And I just, I'm telling you, that's how it felt. It was like, oh, they just came out of nowhere. I mean, no one thought that Cleveland was going to swoop in at the 12th hour. I said the 12th, not the 11th hour, at the 12th hour and come in and just bam. Give him an offer he just couldn't refuse. Absolutely, man. Like I said, it was dude. You know, I woke up, man, and I was like, okay, cool, man. This is probably gonna happen. At that point in my mind, I'm trying to, you know, figure out how is this all gonna work. I think as Falcons fans, man, it, it became a matter of, you know, how is this gonna work? Not not so much are we gonna get them, it how is this gonna work? Because we in our minds, it was like this is a done deal, the process is pretty much over. Um, because it was down to us in New Orleans. Cleveland was like you said, that they were that long outside shot. It was New Orleans in the neck, that was it, muscles burning. We all about to cross the finish line. All of a sudden, like you said, here we go. Cleveland gets a second win, and they say, Hold up, fellas, hold up, hold up. Here we come, here we come around the corner. And then Friday afternoon sometime, everybody gets that alert on their phone, pops up, says, Sean Watson decides to sign with the Cleveland Browns. You know, it was crazy. I was like, what? After all of this, right. like, after, after 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 he was the very first, after Cleveland was the very first team to be eliminated from the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, all of a sudden he circles back around and says, nah, I'm going to Cleveland. And that was crazy because 
I wouldn't have never thought in a million years, you know, with everything going on in Cleveland and everything that initially happened, that they were going to end up being able to take, uh, excuse me, I'm trying, my watch started talking, had to, we're going to be able to come back and circle back around and be able to get them, right? Um, but there, now is good reason to see why <laughs> yep. he ended up coming back around to Cleveland. Um, and that was $230 million why <laughs> that he came back around say, to say, Cleveland. Say, say that again? How much? $200, $230 million why he came back around to Cleveland. That's like um, mega, mega, mega millions type mega money, millions, right? Mega millions type yeah, money. Without, exactly. without, without Uncle Sam taking half before you even get the rest of it. <laughs> exactly, man. So, like, yeah, um, I don't know, you know, so we'll never know if this deal was initially on the table to begin with because, if, in my opinion, um, if this deal would have been initially on the table to begin with from Cleveland, I would have thought that Deshaun would have just said, okay, you know what? I don't think nobody else can match this and I'm done. Because out of all the teams that were involved, especially New Orleans, like we knew for a fact, man, they didn't have a lot to offer. They really didn't. They were going to probably mortgage all of their future, everything. They were going to say F them picks and mortgage everything that they did had, had left to get him and land him. Atlanta, it left us in a crazy situation as well because we didn't have really a lot to offer, but we were putting everything, pushing all our cards in to get them. And, and then Cleveland was like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. hey, Leo, it's like this. <laughs> when, he, when, when Cleveland came back and said, we basically going to make you the highest paid player in NFL history, and give you the most guaranteed money in NFL history. I don't care who you are, your ego will blow up to the point where you're like, this is something that I just can't turn down. I don't care if I'm talking about cities like Atlanta and New Orleans, I'll go to Cleveland and I'll be happy knowing one, hey, they got a good they got a nice defense, they got a decent offensive line, they got a running back, but the money. I don't think it had anything to do with the organization on the football field. It had 110% to do with $230 million guaranteed over five years. Yeah. Hey, man, like I said, I you know, you who you'd be crazy to turn in the, down that type of money. Like you said, that's mega millions type money, man. And I mean, all the things, everything surrounding Deshaun, man, and, and all of the uncertainties, you know, going on with what he has to deal with now with this silver suit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything about the silver suit or whatever. He has a sil silver cases that he's trying to 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 go through now. I mean, you got you got you can't you you can't um you can't turn that down. No way, form or fashion. I mean, you know, um. So he yeah, he goes he goes to Cleveland, and they give up. I don't have all the particulars in front of me right now, but they give up, they gave up quite a few picks, man, as well as giving him that contract extension. Uh, do you have those picks in front of you, Derek? Yeah, they gave up um, three first rounders, so that means 22, 23, 24. 24. They gave up a third and a fourth round, which are probably, I think, they're 23, 24. So I don't think okay. the, the mid-round picks were in the same year, but they did give up those three first-round picks. Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit off air, Derek. This is probably as close as we're gonna get to a modern day Herschel Walker, you know, Minnesota Vikings, Dallas Cowboys scenario. Right. When you add in the financial aspect of it, and you add in the fact that all these draft picks were given up for him, this is as close as we're gonna get to a modern day. Exactly. And if you did, and if you didn't know about the Herschel Walker Dallas Cowboy, uh, Minnesota Vikings trade, man, I would, you know, young generation, you guys can Google it. That pretty much set the president for Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys to win the championships they did in the nineties. They loaded up on draft picks. They were able to, 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 uh, to, to win those championships because of that deal, man. And Minnesota, Minnesota has never been the same. Man. <laughs> Except for that one, that, um, that walk-off touchdown against the Aints. In against, the playoffs. The, yeah, the, against that team. Against that team. Yeah. In New Orleans. Absolutely. We love that one. Absolutely love that one. Shout out to, to Kirk Cousins and my man, uh, who was the receiver? I can't think of right now. I don't have it right in front of me, man. I could say was it Stephon Diggs? Oh, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, man. Shout out to yes, sir. Kirk Cousins and Stephon Diggs, yeah. man. We we got them all them dance. Let me stop. Let me stop. And, 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 and the referee that didn't call it. Yes. 
And then, uh, yeah, the referee that didn't call it down there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Down there in the swamp, man. On that play, they called Buckhead. That was going to get him get them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 Shout, out to, shout out to that defensive back, too, the yeah. Rams. Uh, <laughs> but moving forward, man. So, look, man, we're going we gonna to kind of wrap this up here, man, in just a moment, man. I just wanted to, you know, get some things out there and talk about a couple of different things before we end the show. So, look, man, Deshaun Washington is now in Cleveland, man. Like I said, held us hostage. Um, held everybody that was involved hostage, decided to circle back around and go to Cleveland, take the money. And um, so now here we are now. You know, I don't want to talk about the other teams that were involved and what they're going to do to pick up the pieces, but I want to talk specifically about the Atlanta Falcons for just a moment, man. And it, we'll talk about this full circle, Derrico. Um, didn't go into the Falcons' favor. So now where do we stand? Um, we still have Matt Ryan here as our quarterback. We're still moving forward. Obviously, you can't, you know, stop. Uh, we're in free agency now, actively trying to bring in other pieces to, to to do what we need to do because the NFL is a business. And guess what? A lot of people, I guess, sometimes we get caught up in a lot of different things and what people want and this, that, and the third, man. But you're still in the business of what, man? You got to win regardless man you know what i'm saying people don't realize that sometimes this is not a madden simulation right. or this isn't madden where you're playing this game say oh we can just hit the reset button and start all over again these are actual real people playing a game and your measure your measurement of success is by wins you know what i'm saying nobody cares about next year nobody cares about 2024 2025 so you got guys on this roster right now that have to perform and have to be competitive to help this organization win right now. You know, a lot of fans get caught up in, you know, what we're going to do next year or the year. For some people that are with this organization, there, there isn't a next year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there isn't a next well, year, man. The and, and, and the thing about it is whether I'm – if I'm playing for the Falcons this year, my intent is to perform to the highest of my ability because guess what? I got to keep a job if I'm not here with the Falcons next year somebody else could possibly pick me up. And if I'm not performing and doing everything I need to do, then, you know, they're not going to want me. They're not going to want to pick me up, man. But that's a whole other topic of conversation as well. We talk about fan expectations and, 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 and things of that nature. But anyway, Matt Ryan, we want to talk about him. We, we talked about how this situation kind of went with him as, as, um, as Atlanta tried to acquire Deshaun Watson. Derrick Cole, in your opinion, where does the relationship now lie with Matt Ryan? I mean, you said that, you know, Matt's a professional. He understands the business aspect, aspect of this. But in your opinion, is this relationship now fractured because they pursued Deshaun Watson and now we're moving forward into trying to get this season going? So basically, where, where do we go from here? I mean, is, is Matt out the door? Is Matt still – well, we know he's still the starter currently as of right now as we record this show. But – is is this now did we just accelerate the process of moving forward with this deal or did we just this was something that was put on the table that we just had to we had to we had to see it through oh that's a good question uh leo and i do think matt is a professional like i said he didn't pull a baker he didn't pull a baker mayfield you know what i'm saying he didn't put out a love letter to the atlanta falcon community saying you know what uh, I think you all were great to me, awesome to me, but I feel like my time here has expired. So he didn't do that. So kudos to Matt for being a consummate professional and not going out like Baker Mayfield. Now, as far as moving forward, I think you got to go ahead and let that train go on through the station, and you got to just take him and let him go on to another um, team and let him, you know, ride out the rest of his career. Because at this point, no matter what's going to happen, it's going to be an issue, and it's always going to be brought up as far as what happened between Deshaun Watson and Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan on the trading block. I think they even had a report out there that there was actually something in the works with Indianapolis. So if that's something that's still viable, then you got to look at it. How viable it is, is it now? We don't know. Is the conversation going to be the same? We don't know. But at some point, you just got to say, hey, if we're really about that succession plan and moving forward with a different quarterback at the helm in 2022 and beyond, you just got to go ahead 
and continue moving. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree. Because we, Derek, let's be real. We, we always, we, we're fans, first and foremost, man, of this organization. So this, this is how we do this podcast. We do this podcast as fans and talk about it from a fan's perspective. And it's just ironic. It's funny because we all we record this podcast, and I want to talk about this for just a second. Um, right over your shoulder, as I'm looking at you now, man, there's a picture of somebody that's pretty prolific here in Atlanta. Guy by the name of Michael Vick, right? MV7. They played for this organization back in the early 2000s. Um, this fan base, there, there was a lot, there were a lot, there are a lot of people a part of this fan base that came on and became Atlanta Falcons fans because of that man, right? Right. Um, there, there was a lot of people. There were a lot of people there. I know we had these conversations. I'm not going to get into details about how you and I talk about these fans and how some of them are. Right. I'm going to just talk about what I saw and, and what I started to see when this Deshaun Watson thing got some traction. And we want to have this discussion here. Um, MV7, you know, brought in a lot of fans. You know what I'm saying? African-American quarterback, a very exciting quarterback, quarterback, a very – "Quote unquote dynamic quarterback." Um, if you were here in Atlanta in the early two thousands when Michael Vick was a quarterback, man, it was a it was a totally different atmosphere and scene at the games, right? Came into Atlanta, and we were able to see what he was able to do and and see what he brought to the team, and 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 ultimately brought you know a lot of new fans to the city. There was there there is a there was a vibe when he was here that was unmatched, right? I don't think any NFL organization actually probably saw what we saw here in Atlanta when it came to Mike Vick being on the field. Man, it, this organization it was crazy. Like as when I tell people how it used to be on game day here in Atlanta, man, you know people kind of look at me funny. I don't think there's not a city in this country where on game day during NFL when Mike Vick was a quarterback here in Atlanta, man, it, you could match it. Right. I don't care. Hey, Buffalo, Green, whatever city you want to say. Oh, no. It was like, no, no. Absolutely not, man. When Mike Vick was here in the early 2000s, man, 2002, 2003, man, this was, it was bananas up in here, man. Yep. The tailgates were bananas. The game was bananas. Like, Derek, you and I, we've talked about this on previous podcasts, man, where it was just like, dude, it was like a, it was like a club. It was like a complete party atmosphere, man. And it was all because of MV7. Um, and then we moved on from him. Obviously, it happened and transpired with him. And then we we picked up Matt Ryan. And then we moved into this situation with, with Deshaun Washington. Um, I think a lot of people felt like this gave some people some hope that we can go back to those early 2000 days when the Deshaun Watson conversation came up. I think that a lot of fans that came on board when Mike Vick was the quarterback here felt like if the Falcons were able to get Deshaun Watson, we were going to be able to relive some of those days of the early 2000s when Mike Vick was here. Um, there's a lot of people in this fan base that feel as though that's what this city needs. That's what will bring back life to this city. Um, they can't see the forest for the trees. Right. This is what this is what they want. Um, it's not twofold. It's it's a one sided vision. And Deshaun Watson kind of brought. There was a, some excitement with him coming here, and then there was a bunch of. How can I even put this, Derrico? There was a bunch of stuff that I really didn't like to see when I was reading uh-huh. about him coming here as well. And I'm not speaking on just what was going on with him personally and, and the stuff that he had going on, but just. Kind of going back to this, 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 this. There's always been a little bit of division here with with certain groups and certain fans here in this city. But I don't know how you felt about it, Derek Cole. But I, I, I felt some type of way that there. We we kind of started pulling and 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 just fracturing up this fan base, and that's what I was getting at. So just to bring it on home, Derek Cole, how do you feel about now with this all being said and done? We're already a little fractured. Did, did we not just fracture this fan base even more by them looking in, the, in getting a taste of maybe having early 2000s come back and now it's, it's not there anymore? Well, let me say this before I answer your question. Shout out to Rob on the chat and, you, and, you, and on um, YouTube and our man Stokes on the YouTube chat. So I did see them on there. I appreciate y'all chiming in. And Stokes said, just to give you some of what he said, 
Primetime was the greatest and most influential player to date. And he was like 10 years from now, no Matt Jersey will be seen in the stadium. <laughs> and he wants to say, he's not saying that Matt was not good, so don't take that as a knock on Matt Ryan. He's just talking about how things probably look um, 10 years from now. Now, getting back to your question, and as far as the vibe of the city and the fan base, I mean, it's a three-way split right now. You got your 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 pro Matt Ryan's, you got your anti Matt Ryan's, and now you got your folks that were anti Deshaun Watson coming in. So right now, it's a it's a this fan base is split three ways. I can't tell you the percentages or which third is which third, but I can tell you that there's three different contingencies of fans right now. And that's not good for the city. That's not good for the football fans. That's not good for the football team. That's not good for Arthur Blank and wanting to fill up that stadium. I mean, until something changes with bringing this organization, the fan base, back together, the, the bins probably going to stay like it's looking where you go in there and see red and black seats. So we got to do something at this point to re-energize. And I mean, really re-energize this city because as you alluded to those days before are long gone as far as how the atmosphere has been in the bins. And that's accumulated by a number of things, which is the number one thing. Not winning. Yeah. We yeah, know that's, that's sports, the number one thing. That's definitely yeah, the number one thing. You know in sports, Leo, the cure all for anything is winning. Winning. Don't matter who don't don't matter who's on your team. You know, it doesn't matter. If you're winning, that's that's what we're looking at. All the gimmicks in the world and all the parlor tricks to fill up seats, it don't matter uh unless you win, you know, you're winning. Winning winning is everything, man. And that's and that's what we want to see. And I think that. That's as far as me being a fan, and I know I can probably speak for you as well, Derek. Oh, that's what we want to see. We want to see wins. We want to see championships. That's what we want to see. Shout out to you know three other teams here in this state: the University of Georgia, as of recent, they just won a championship. Shout out to the Atlanta Braves. I think Derek, oh, we're gonna have to have a conversation about something that happened similar, similarly with a player with the Atlanta Braves here coming up pretty soon. We'll leave that for another podcast. And also shouts out to Atlanta United, uh, who has actually won a championship as of recent as well. Can't forget about them, man. But, yeah, Derek, oh, man, I just wanted to talk a little bit about it. They're going to have to do a part two. Shout out, like you say, shout out to my man Stokes for chiming in. Obviously, uh, we're still trying to get the kinks worked out with this live and how we can do this and how we can interact with some of the people that watch the show, man. So definitely want to shout out to my man Stokes. Stokes, we're going to get you in. We're going to get you in, man, on this conversation, man. And, and so you can so you can do it definitely he, he's very opinionated about this situation so we definitely want to try to get him in we'll do a, we're gonna have to do a part two Derek oh man because we're not we're missing banks um banks is definitely very opinionated about this conversation and i know he wants to be a part of it as well so we'll 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 stop we'll come to this stopping point now Derek oh and definitely have to come back with a part two uh on the next go round man uh, I don't know when we'll be able to get it as far as the frequency of, of, of when we'll be able to record, but we'll definitely come back with a part two um, to this conversation with, with quarterbacks here and everything in this city, man, because I think it's something that's out there now. Cats out the bag. We need to continue to have a a, a, a broader discussion about it, man. So, Derek, we're going to kind of wrap this up now. Um, as always, I definitely appreciate you on the first. So, we asked for a while, man. It's the yes, first time we've yes. been live. Yes. <laughs> trying to get the kinks worked out, man, and everything. So I appreciate you, man, helping me kind of get this thing sorted out and testing it all out earlier, man, and, and making sure we were able to, to get this done. So let the people know, man, where they can find you, man. Let the people know how they can uh, they have to get up with you, and we can talk a little bit about uh, a little more about this off air. Uh, you can catch me at Stacy D. Derrico on Facebook. You can catch me at VSUSDD96 on the Twitter, and you can hit me on IG at Virgo under Jericho. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Make sure you hit my boy over there, man. And uh, yeah, he he's on Twitter. He stays active. I, I, you know, a little more active than me. I, I ain't really been into it that much, but you can always hit me up. My personal uh, Twitter account is Southern Set. That's Southern Set with two T's. Also, you can interact with the show. That's at the Leo G Show 
uh, the number one at the Leo G show, the number one on Twitter as well. You can interact with us there. We can also have, you know, some more conversations about what's going on moving forward with the city of Atlanta and uh, with, with the Falcons uh, specifically and how this works. And if you want to talk about sports all the way around, we always game to talk about all the teams in this city as we record this right now, man, got a, got a Hawks basketball game going on right now. I'm about to get into uh, after we end this, uh, I'm pretty sure Derrico has it, has it fired up down there in his man cave. But yeah, always hit us up. Like I said, my personal account is Southern Set with two T's. And also you can hit us up, the Leo G Show on Twitter as well. We do have a Facebook page. We are we are streaming this live. Derrico did tell me we are streaming this live on the Facebook page. So yes. shout out to everybody that was able to see us live on the Facebook page. We um, can uh, look forward to continuing to doing this live. And we will also have uh, the links up to do this on youtube i think this will go automatically be posted to youtube so you can go back and check this out and i will do the audio podcast as well i'll be able to post that hopefully if this evening if not this evening i'll post it on tomorrow so we'll do the audio podcast as well so we can get everybody up man we're trying to do some big things derrico man we're trying to do it man yes sir leo and i appreciate you expanding the horizons i think it's going to be a good look once we get all the kinks out so people just bear with us. You're going to enjoy the shows because we're going to incorporate you guys more into it. So that's what's going to make it a little more fresh and live. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to be a little more interactive with being able to get uh, to get people in. Uh, that's coming here momentarily as we work out this new platform. Um, before we get off, I want to shout out uh, Atlanta United. They didn't win yesterday, but they snatched. <laughs> they, sna- they snatched another one away from football. I tell you. They didn't win, but they snatched one out, man. Got got a point away from uh, Montreal. They looked like that game was just a mess, man. Um, was down was down three one at halftime. Ended up losing a man in the second half, but ended up somehow finding a way to tie that thing up and still a point uh, in the bins and to keep that undefeated streak going on in the bins, man. As we took that draw with Montreal over there, yes, that was crazy. So hopefully, so Reggie, I don't know if Reggie, you looking? I, I still got you in queue to come on to the show and talk some more soccer. Also, I want to give a shout out um, to everybody in, the, in our footy mob group, man. Shout out. Oh, before shout we close out. this out, man, before, hold on, hold on there. Before we close out, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't, you know, you were able to do something yesterday, man. You had a big honor with our, um, with our supporters group, footy mob, man. You were able to carry in the golden spike for everything that you've done for the organization, man, for your volunteer work and everything that you put in for Footy Mob, man, you were able to carry in that Golden Spike. So shout out to you, man. Appreciate I, it. I, I'm sorry I, I had to miss it. I had something else going on, man, and I and I missed it. But you know, I, I was there in spirit, brother. I wanted Absolutely. to be there, but I had something else come up, man, that I had to attend to, man. So I definitely want to congratulate you on that, man. Well deserved. Uh, you put in, man, for the organization, man, and, and you go hard for the organization, man. So I just wanted to give you your props on that, brother. Shout out to Footy Mob for the opportunity. Absolutely, man. Shout out to Footy Mob, man. Shout out to, like I said, my man, our president, my man Reggie. Um, also, shout out, like I said, we got a couple other people that we want to get onto the show, man. Our girl Kiana, she came onto the show. Um, I don't know if Keandra is listening, but we're gonna get we're gonna get her on, we're gonna get Miracle on. We got a couple of people that, that they want to get down there because they want to get onto the show. So we got we got some people in the queue now. They, they want to come on and we're going to make this happen, right? Absolutely, we're going to make it happen. And don't forget about my man Rob Stowe. When, uh, base, well, baseball season cranking up, so he's going to come on and talk a little braids with us. So shout out to my man Rob. Right, Rob Stowe, man. I can't for, I, man, I can't forget about Rob, man. We got to get him on, man. Also, hopefully we get, I, I'm going to say it, hopefully she she's listening, Ro, our girl A-Ro, we want to get her back on, man, get her take on a couple of things. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this, man. We having fun with it, and we're gonna continue to do it, man, because this is what we like to do. And uh, like I said, once again, shout out to my man Banks as well. Um, hopefully he'll be on for this part too, man. It's been fun, man. It's been another edition of the Leo G Show, Derek. Once again, I appreciate you, man. We're gonna be out.